For the first time in more than five and a half years, we finally tonight have a few new answers to a question that has loomed over Indiana and over the town of Delphi. Who killed Abby Williams and Libby Jordan? From the end of the bridge to you got to go through. Now, I believe that the bodies were found about 50. A suspect in the criminal investigation out of Fort Hood is dead. Officials say he killed himself overnight. They needed that little music in the background. It goes, "Don't be suspicious. Don't be right." Knew about it or was there? It's he's as guilty as the person who committed. Chilling details in the arrest of a suspected serial killer caught before he could strike again. Him, they they, they dropped the ball, man. Like they said, he went AWOL, mm. and that uh, he was a deserter, and nobody went to look for him. He sees him taking off with the wife. They end up finding the wife uh, murdered with the uh, the baby out of her, and they found the baby in another place. Hey, greetings from the year three thousand. It still sucks. This is Phil J. Fry. And you're listening to the Drunken Turkey Show. You're one stop for this sort of thing. Hit that button, like and subscribe. You know what to do, just like every other podcast. What is up, Drunk Turkeys? It's your boy Daniel J. Welcome back to the Drunk Turkey Show. I'm your host. This is the uh, murder mystery portion of our show. Alongside with me, as always. Jaime G and Big Blue. Jaime, how you doing tonight? I know you've been a little bit under the weather. You feeling better yet? Uh, man, I, just, I got a cough, man, that I can't just, I can't get rid of, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you'll, I you. if, if I, if you ask me questions and then I, I look like I'm muted, it's because I probably am because I'm probably coughing my lung out. <laughs> True story. Hopefully, hopefully you get better, man. I, uh, I wasn't feeling too well on the show a couple weeks, uh, about a week in a couple days ago now and and turned into <laughs> uh, emergency surgery uh i take it you're not drinking with us tonight <laughs> bro i'm still drinking jack and, and coke nice. baby jack and coke nice nice, nice. If, if if you guys in the live chat if you're consuming a little bit of beverage with us let us know i am also consuming a little bit of something this is a uh, shiner sea salt and lime beer Big Blue, how are you doing tonight? I know you're off work. We know you're drinking. What are you having? I am having, I started out the night with something light, uh, a screwdriver. Oh, nice, nice. Breakfasty. Yeah. <laughs> nice, though. What, what kind of vodka do you have mixed in there? Uh, I, I added a polar bear vodka. Oh, nice. I don't think I've ever had that. I don't think oh. I've ever had that. It's but, at, at Costco, and it's like I like to try out different vodkas and different liquors. So Costco has like the mini bottles for five or ten bucks, so it's not bad. Nice. You know this beer here, this Shiner, which is a a Texas beer, I believe. Um, it's not the best the first time you pop it and you drink the first sip, but man, it does it does taste better as you go. I'll say that. Um, well, guys, let's kind of let's get into it. Um, we got a little bit of breaking news 
that came out a little bit. I think it was uh, earlier today um, and yesterday. We actually have some a couple of new things that we're going to want to talk about. Uh, we're going to be first thing talking about the Moscow Police Department um, um, officer for information, information officer Robbie Johnson had came out and had a, a couple of um, um, she talked to a couple of news media and referenced the white Hyundai Elantra um, reference that that vehicle was at the scene. We'll be watching that. And then also late last night or sometime in the middle of yesterday, uh, the full um, raw footage of the body cam, uh, the, the police officers and the alcohol incident at 3 a.m. the morning of the murders was released. We'll go through those things. And then a couple of neighbors have come forward and talked about um, hearing some things, maybe, maybe not. We'll read those articles as well, and we'll go through it. Um, before we start, y'all got any comments, questions, thoughts, or theories? Let's we'll start off with you, Jaime. Not yet, but... Not yet? Not Interesting. Yet. <laughs> All yeah. right, what about you, Big Blue? I mean, I I think uh, they're, they're, zoom, they're zooming in on some suspects, probably. They can't find the car or the person, but they'll find it. I mean, there must have been a lot of cameras. It's a college town. There's always break-ins. So there's got to be cameras documenting where it went. You know, the fact that they have a generation like 2013 to 20 or 2011 to 13 Hyundai Elantra, that tells me that they have, a, I think they have a suspect in mind. And they're using this because if it was just strictly off of, um, uh, ring cam footage, things of that nature. That's not usually the best quality. Mm. And so you would be, you know, putting out there a four door compact car, white in color, uh, possibly any distinguishing marks. If they, they assume that it was a, a Hyundai Elantra, maybe perhaps potentially a Hyundai Elantra, but to be this specific as this type of generation of vehicle, it leads me to think they have an eye on somebody. What do you guys think about that? I'm going to start off with you, big blue. I think uh, they they got they must have got a picture from somewhere or a video off of something, and it shows the car pretty pretty uh, in detail of what kind of car it was. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Jaime? Do you think they're they're onto someone, or you think that this is just one of many tips that they're wanting to check out? Um, I think this is one of the tips that they're checking out to see if they can. You know, it holds water. You know what I mean? For sure, oh. for sure. Who's that? So this is uh, Robbie Johnson, the Moscow, Idaho Police Department information officer. Uh, we're going to listen to a couple clips that she spoke to the media on, and we'll uh, we'll get her information. Now. Just kind of mute yourselves that way it doesn't double the the audio doesn't come through twice. We're not stuck, but we do know that that car could have key information, and we are asking the public for help in this. We've gotten so much information, but we need more. We, we want that information that someone might have if they know someone who had that car or borrowed it or where that car might be now. The significance of the car is we know it was there. We know we haven't spoken to who was in that car, who may have owned that car, and we need to speak to them. Uh, we know that that person could really have the information we need to break the case. Thank you. They stated that they knew that the car was there. 
That's some big, there's some big details, man. Yep. You know, that, that leads me to believe that they suspect that this was the suspected vehicle. I understand they're looking for information and things of that nature, but if the vehicle was there at the time, um, and they claim that the vehicle was there, not in the area, not in the vicinity there. And this is coming from a, uh, Moscow, uh, Idaho police, uh, information officer. So somebody who is with, um, employed with the department, um, coming forward and talking about this, um, pretty clear cut. Do you guys think that this is a suspect vehicle? And if so, based on them knowing that that vehicle is there, you think they may have an idea who a suspect is? Uh, I, I believe so. Um, that vehicle is very affordable, so it kind of does look like it's going to be a student's vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, it's affordable. It's economic. It's good on mm -hmm. gas. The insurance isn't going to kill you. Uh, yeah. Things of that nature. You know, the age of the vehicle, you know, about nine to, uh, you know, seven years old. That's uh, that's that's a distance enough. Now, do you think that. So Kaylee just bought a Range Rover, right? There, there's a difference between the Range Rover and a Hyundai Elantra. Do you think this is somebody who is outside of their circle based on that information? Could be. Could be. Man, uh, when you look at their Instagrams, man, they, these, these kids don't come from like a – it doesn't really they come from like a low-income background. I mean, they're – My background. Yeah. <laughs> they're out on a badass boat, you know – at least a forty thousand dollar boat on the lake a few times. Afford a brand new Range Rover. Mom and Dad's got to be giving them some money, man, because yeah. they're not cheap. Or she got it. She got a good advance for her job. She was supposed to graduate. Remember, she was. Yeah, yeah, and from what I understand, she hadn't started working yet. She had just gotten offered a paying position, and she was—I think she was an intern. Um, it's not an expensive vehicle because I believe it was a 2016. So it's about $28,000, $30,000 with inflation right now, probably in the higher end there of 30. You know, that's not overly too expensive, but insurance on top of that is probably because of it being an imported vehicle. Uh, I've had a Range Rover before, I can tell you. They are expensive when it comes to the insurance. That's for sure. And they suck. Oh, man, that damn thing was in the shop more than it was in my garage. <laughs> That's why I got rid of it, man. No offense to my buddy, uh, Britsburg Owen out there. They come from, you know, the Range Rover come from Britain. But, man, I had so many electrical problems with it. It was it was not cool. What, what was it that you said, Big Blue? I mean, they do suck. I remember one of my uh, one of my doctor's friends had taken it to, uh, his Range Rover to the dealership the day before to get an oil change. And on the way home from the dealership, it magically sprung a leak and blew the motor, blew the gasket. You know, I was like, oh, geez. it was just a dealership the day before. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine was, it had a lot of electrical issues and it just really, really wasn't, um, it just really didn't work out that great. Um, <clears throat> but back to this case. So the white Elantra, from all intents and purposes, is believed to have been there. Last night uh, or yesterday, the Moscow police released a longer, um, full-length edited um, two-minute and ten-second raw footage body camera from the police department. Apparently, 20 seconds in, you can, you can hear something. I don't know how true that is. 
Um, let's let's watch this and kind of break it down and break down what we're watching. All right. Oscar PD, all three of you. Oh, you too. How old are you guys? Taking not 21? Yeah. 19. 19? Yep. Okay, is there a reason why you didn't stop back there? Did y'all hear that? Yeah. He, he Sounds go? like someone saying, stop it, stop. Yeah, can you go back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back. Let me mute myself. Let me know in the comment section if you guys can hear this and what you guys are hearing. 19? Yep. Okay, is there a reason why you didn't stop back there? Yeah. Okay. 19. 19? Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you didn't stop back there? Yeah. We saw him talking to him, right. so we didn't know. Yeah. Okay, well, yelled at you guys. There's more than stop and stop. I mean, I'm hearing it in my headphones, and so I'm hearing stop, stop, yeah. and it sounds like I'm going to something, something. Yeah, yeah. It sounds it, like, a, like almost like a small argument between them. Right. Couple. I was going to say, or like kids bickering. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like people are arguing. And what time was this? Uh, this is at 2.55 in the morning. Hmm. Yeah, so let's put it back one more time. That way we can listen. It's, it does say stop it, stop. And then it sounds like it's just something something more. Let's mute everybody. Yeah. Okay. 19. 19? Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you didn't stop back there? Yeah. We saw him talking to him, right. so we didn't know. Okay, well, I yelled at you guys and then turned around because he walked up on him. I yelled at you guys, you didn't stop. Now, one thing is, none of them are reacting to it. Uh, the police officer isn't reacting to it. He's not calling out, hey, we got a disturbance or any of those types of things. Uh, and so, in my opinion, it's not something probably too, too serious because of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, people are hearing F, F and F something. So intriguing, intriguing. So let's, uh, let's watch this forward. Oh, I did not hear you. Right. Yeah. Well, let's walk back over here. Okay. Sure. So up here in this top corner, it is speculated that light source is either some people are saying that that light is coming from inside of the residence and um, is maybe the third floor light. Some people are speculating that this could be possibly car lights that are up there facing this direction um, on, you know, how when you have a vehicle that uh, you turn the vehicle off and those headlights stay on for a little bit. Yeah. They're saying that they are assuming that that could be that both very reasonable explanations. Mm -hmm. I find the dimming part of it kind of being odd. And you know what? Um, Jaime, you own an Elantra around the same, you know, generation. Does it have an automatic light system when you turn it off? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a, it takes a little bit for it to turn off. As a matter of fact, you have to like lock it. You lock it and then they, 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 dim, they turn off. Um, when it turns off, does the do the lights dim and then turn off, or do they just turn off? Uh, the inside light it dims, and then the the outside ones just turn off. 
The outside ones just turn off. Okay. And so, and it's great. And what, what year? What year is your Elantra? Mine's uh twenty twenty. Okay. So it's it's a little bit newer. Um, but if it's not dimming and it's just turning off, I would assume the older models would probably do the same. Yeah. And so let's um, you know what I think? Yeah. Let's let's watch it forward. Guess have IDs on you? Uh, I think I do. All right, I've muted it. I'm gonna slow it down. That way we can watch this. I don't wanna I don't wanna have it loud because then it's gonna sound weird, but it's muted so you guys can talk. Okay. Uh let's go back a little bit before the light turns off. So that looks like a square, man. Uh, to me it's a bedroom. That looks like a window. That looks like a square window. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. But I can almost say that it looks like there's a, a line between there, but that's difficult to see. But that looks like a like a rectangular or square. That that looks like a window to me as well. Mm hmm. I see. I see. I see. There's a window too. Wonder if there's a. Do you have a a day pick from here from this angle? Uh, let me see. I think I can get one. Let me pull this out. Google Earth. Here it is. Boom. So the residence is over here. This is the uh, um, the victim's residence. And let me get out of this view here. And let's put us over here. Well. I don't know what's going there it is. Put us right here. So you get what I'm saying? They're down here. Yeah. Somewhere around this area. And so uh, from this angle, this window looks much much higher. Yeah. But when you're going down, it's still gonna be higher, but it's not gonna be as high from down here. Well, oh, oh. let me see something. So this looks like the end. This looks like the other building. There. Hmm. That's that's too high to be a car, man. Some folks are thinking that it's parked on here, but now that we look at this from this angle, if there was a vehicle parked here along the edge here, it would be blocked by this by this building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's a vehicle here, and then it can't be parked back here because it'd be blocked from there. The only place that, that could be a vehicle would be down here where you can see it through here. That's too high. And if yeah, and it's too high in the video, so I don't think it's a vehicle. I think this just kind of debunks that right here, just by looking at at 
the layout of the street, where they're standing, there's no way you can see through this building behind it. And it's, it's over here to the side. And so, you know, I think it's going to be tough to see between these two buildings to like this vehicle right here that's on the street. So this vehicle is parked on the street. I don't think you could get a view where you can even see that street. Nah, no way. Look at that. You know, the only thing is if you had a car and look at how low that car sits that's parked up there. So there's no way that that's a vehicle. And so that's up there. I believe that's the third bedroom. And, and the thing is, this is 255 in the morning. At 254, the last call went to um, to Jack, Kaylee's ex-boyfriend, right? So the girls were awake during this time. It's been reported that they were sleeping in the same bedroom. And so it's reason to believe that they had the light on up until the point that they went to sleep. Yeah. And I'm gonna see, we're going to see this light dim right there. It almost it looks like it. It covers one side and then the other. You think it might, might be the trees that's, you know, how he's moving somewhat to the left of the body cam and the trees covered in light, maybe? Because there maybe, was maybe. Trees, right? Yeah. Maybe. Like those trees? Maybe. Possibly. I mean, it, it's covering it out fairly well. Like. Yeah. Like too good, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 really blinking it out, but it kind of looks like like one side gets covered and then the next. Watch. So one side is covered, and now you have that one smaller side, and then the other side is covered, and then the light probably goes out. My opinion, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is the time these girls are going to sleep. Let's see. Let me uh, change the playback speed. And so this actually shows this vehicle here is his vehicle. And I think there's people right here. These might be the people who were talking. That were saying stop it because the, the, uh, these are I think these are are these different people than initially we're talking to, or is this a different officer? Because it looks like there's three people here. Yeah, it still looks like it. Yeah, they were talking. So this might, yeah, this might be a different officer walking up to that first part that was asking them if they were drinking or whatever. Let's see. I'm going to mute us. That way we can listen and see what they're saying at this part.
I think I didn't even mute. <laughs> I think I left the video on mute. Um, that's not a Elantra. That's a Cavalier, right? You should know but more than us, but yeah, it looks like a Cavalier. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a four-door Cavalier, possibly in 98. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have one, by the, the way, guys. Two. Yeah, you can tell by the taillights. That's not the Elantra. Yeah. No, definitely. <clears throat> What's... Okay. But... Yeah, these guys, and, and I'll go back real quick because I had it muted. Uh, but I think that first clip where you hear somebody yelling or, or saying stop it or whatever the case may be, um, and there's an officer talking to the subjects, I think this is a different officer walking up. And let's hear their conversation. I'm going to mute myself. Person on. Any questions? Yep. No, no, no. All right. You were free to go. Thank you. Have a good night. Have a good night. Thank you. Take care. All right. Uh, I just wanted to mute this real quick and stop this here. See if you see anything in the background. Anything look kind of. There's a light on back here. Yeah, but I don't think that's it might be the neighbor's house, no? Yeah. Like a backyard almost. Maybe. Let's see. Let me rewind it again. They're going back across. I don't know, but I, I seen Jonathan wear that same <laughs> shirt. <laughs> that is totally a cavalier, by the way. Uh, how do you know, Mike? Uh Danny? I used to have one. <laughs> Let's see. There's a light source out there, but that could be just from the light coming down. What is that over here? You know what? That's not a light. That's a reflection of a the top of a yeah, oh. the top of a vehicle. All righty. <clears throat> what do y'all think about that? We'll start off with you, Big Blue. What what are your what are your thoughts? You know, you know, one thing I didn't see was that flashing light that me and you saw when we were looking this up earlier. Did yeah. you see that at any point? I didn't see it. That's that was weird there. that it was on that, but not on here. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So <clears throat> we got the new footage out. I, I think we can say that that light that's coming out of that third floor window is probably Kaylee and Madison turning the lights off. This is a f minute or two after the last call went out. Um, 
I, I'm guesstimating that's what's going on. I don't think that, you know, there was some speculation that that it was a, a flashlight. I don't think so. A flashlight. It, 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 the light's not moving. It just it's on. It stays on. It's fixated, and then it dims out. That that leads me to believe somebody closed the curtain. You know what I mean? What do you guys think? Any alt, alternative um, methods or whatnot that you're thinking of? No, I think I think that's what it is. I think it's like maybe they closed the curtains, and that's why it dims out a little bit. But like, um, that's that's show you you showed us uh pictures of the rooms that the inside the house. Did right. they have they have a dimmer on those? Or no. I don't know. I didn't see that. And I didn't see that in the. Uh, I'll see if I can find it, but I didn't see that on the. Um, Listed in the descriptions oh, okay, uh, okay. as possibility, but yeah, that's 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 probably what it is. It's just them um, closing the windows, getting ready for bed. I'm guessing. That's what I'm thinking. To be honest with you, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, in fact, so here's a couple of pictures of inside. And this is before it was remodeled, clearly. I'll see if I can find the other ones. I can't I think it was on it wasn't on Zillow anymore. I'll be I'll be right back. All right, man. So <clears throat> now the other thing that we wanted to talk about tonight was a couple of neighbors coming for, you know what? I'm going to wait till Jaime gets back before we get into that. Let me, um, let me see if I can find pictures of the interior of the house and then we'll get onto that once Jaime gets back. Yeah. That, if y'all want to see that part where me and Daniel were talking about the lights in our little clip that we posted yesterday. Yeah. See a light on there. There was a light and it looked like, um, somebody had, uh, uh, like a flashlight going on, but I don't see it there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it was another officer cause there was, I don't know. It just, all of a sudden in the middle of the field, the flashlight turned on. Right. For sure. It was, it was pretty weird. It was definitely weird. It was odd. Man, where in the, I was in Zillow. It was. Oh, not that one. There's everybody probably going home from the parties. Maybe, maybe it's a phone night, but it's hard to tell. For sure, man. I mean, at the end of the day, also, it's like, um, what do you call it? Uh, it's a party town. You, you know, you're near the university. I mean, it's a college town. You're near the university, so that area is going to be a lot of parties. This place was, was known to have a ton of parties. Uh, in fact, the... Um, the deal here that we're going to read uh, into um, will show us that one time it gets back. Man, hold on. I'm trying to find that. Where did, was it that I found? <clears throat> they must have took it down. But go back, guys. I think it was a couple of days ago. We were actually looking at the interior of the house. And inside there we couldn't find any locks there wasn't any 
any pins. There wasn't anything that uh, indicated that there was independent locks outside of um, mere interior door locks that you have in your normal house um, inside the unit. The only keypad they had was in the um, outside of the, the residence. It was also reported that early in the morning, a neighbor had seen the the um, a neighbor had seen the front door open around eight o'clock, uh, seven thirty in the morning before um, anybody was discovered or any of those things had happened. So, uh, you know, I was looking at this property and um, kind of thinking to myself, you know, which way did they go? And there's a fence. I'll show you guys. This is the house. This is a, um, there's a fence right here. So you can't go out this direction. You'd have to leave the front and or the side. You know, it doesn't make sense to go around the house this way or that way to get to the front of the house. I'm I'm suspecting if the front door was open, that was the exit point, And he parked somewhere out here in the front of the house and just went out the fastest way possible. But that was reported that a neighbor had seen early in the morning that um, the front door was open before anything had occurred. So, all right, let's get into the neighbor's comments and let's get into what you guys think about them. So this is from the Idaho Statesman uh, by Kevin Fixler and Angela Palomero. This is from yesterday. And so this article basically talks about the, uh, the neighborhood itself and how it was a party town, things of that nature. Um, but they, they have two witnesses, two neighbors from the, uh, the area that come forward and talk about um, their, what, their account the night of the murders. And we have two people who were awake throughout the night. So the first one is Anna C. She's 29 years old. Um, she's a master's student at the University of Idaho in environmental science. She uh, declined to provide her last name. She lives with her boyfriend next to the home on the 1100 block of King Road. And she stated since the start of the school year, they routinely had to wear earplugs to go to bed. So this has been a party place. And they're talking and referring to uh, the victim's residence, right? They had to wear earplugs to go to bed. You could hear them yelling. Uh, I think good for you, she said in an interview outside of her doorstep, describing at least a dozen people usually at the home. I'd walk by when I would take the dog to pee down the hill and think, geez, I should crash that party, but I'm too old for that. Since August, the home had three noise complaints uh, for loud music, including two on the same night in early September. Reported to police, according to the statesman review of Moscow police reports related to the tenants, both came from homes located on the street just above the valley where the three-story, six-bedroom King Road home sits. Anna actually woke up at 2 a.m. that Sunday, November 13, she said, when she spotted the couple's seven-year-old Alaskan Husky mix uh, began heaving. That's when she noticed the rare calm of the neighborhood. It's quiet that night. And said that, uh, but she couldn't go back to sleep, so she played computer game until what she estimated to be about 5 a.m. She toggled through between taking her headphones off and on just to enjoy the quiet. She repeated that she said, to, she told police the next day when they came to her door, she didn't hear anything overnight that seemed concerning. A uh, number of neighbors appeared appeared home, but didn't answer the doors when reporter visited 
while others who did decline to answer questions from the statement to the statement. It's been kind of a rough time. Young woman living near the homestead, pressing her apartment door shut. And so this first one here uh, talks about uh, talks about this young lady saying that there was a lot of parties. They they, tenu- they they continually have to wear earplugs to go to sleep because of the noise that's coming out. That it was a rare, quiet night. I think that's a key piece of information right there. Yeah, that's crazy mm-hmm. for a college town. That they have to mm-hmm. wear earplugs at night to go to bed. College town, and I don't have to wear earplugs to go to bed. Yeah. They just don't know how to party. They just don't know how to party. Um, the next person, another another neighbor says, uh, Ian, Har- Ian Harsh, 30, originally from Pullman, said he lived a few doors down in the same apartment complex for about two years. Uh, he worked as a cook in an upscale restaurant in his hometown and does not attend the University of Idaho. He said, Harsh, too, said he took note of the unusual quiet of the surroundings when he got home from work at approximately 1.30 a.m. He used, he's used to a noisy environment even at that hour, he said, and once over the summer wandered into one of the neighbor's house parties thinking it was Goncalves, Canoodle, and Chapin, whom with he shared some conversation. So this guy says he's hung out with the victims. It was it was eerily quiet that night. He got home at 1.30. It's not normally quiet so he got back home just about 20 minutes 25 20 about 14 15 to 20 minutes before the victims started to arrive home that sunday however the typical weekend crowd of 15 to 20 people in the home's backyard sometimes with a fire pit of light wasn't there he said it's kind of bizarre harsh told the statesman in an interview stating that staring at the now vacant home there was not a lot of activity. He said when he went through his normal wind down routine after getting home late from work, feeding his cat, drinking some tea while playing video games on his PlayStation and practicing his hobby of stick juggling. That's an odd thing to. Those are some badass neighbors, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. This guy's kind of giving me a weird vibe, to be honest with you. I, I need to pick up the hobby of stick Stick juggling. Oh. Stick juggling, yeah. Uh, he just wants to know how big his sticks were. I, I usually do it during the morning. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, he then went to bed at what estimated to be around 4 a.m. So he was awake. He was uh, practicing his hobbies, and he was up during the time of the murders. That's crazy. Yeah, Harsh said he can't be certain, but he dozed off. Early that morning, he thinks he heard a scream from the vicinity of the neighbor's home. He told the statesman, but he didn't arouse too much of his attention, he said, because he thought it was more of a party sound, which wasn't out of the ordinary of the time or setting. However, how does that doesn't make any sense to me? How, how if, if, if you are taking note, notice that it's eerily quiet, there's yeah. nobody there, you're up, you've been there. You know, it's a certain time. It's still nobody there. But at 4 a.m., you're hearing a scream and you're thinking, ah, that's just normal stuff, even yeah. though taking everything in context. Now, I would understand if there was a party there, if there was people at the house, things yeah. of that nature. And then you heard a scream. Then, you know what? It's just because of what's going on there. 
but yeah. he took notice of the fact that there was nobody out there and there was no party yeah that nothing was going on at the time right this makes me this, i ain't gonna lie guys i'm a little bit suspicious of this dude and maybe maybe it's wrongfully it's it's the stick juggling dude that does it for me <laughs> it is the stick juggling man the it stick, is the juggling, stick is, juggling like uh, it's crazy and well here's the thing too so he puts himself in the house at least at one point he says he's gone there and he's partied there with the and he's talked to yeah. Ethan, Zana, and um um and Kaylee at a certain time. So he puts himself at one point in the house. Mm-hmm. He puts himself awake and getting home after the fact that uh, um, and realizing that nobody was there. You know, my question was everybody saying that this was eerily quiet. Mm-hmm. Some, I mean, is this an opportunity because they are aware that there's usually a lot of people there and there's nobody there and you're around this vicinity because I don't foresee um you know, it's got to be somebody close that knows there's not a party going on that night or yeah. somebody around the vicinity that is seeing that there's not a party that, that night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this guy is, um, I don't know, man. He's um, Has he been cleared? I don't think he's been cleared. I don't think yeah, so. I would be the, I'd be the neighbor. Oh, is making that noise that night. I mean... And you knock on the neighbor's door. I'm just juggling my sticks. Uh-huh. <laughs> after, so he said, I didn't think anything of it, of it. After what happened, I definitely had second thoughts. Maybe it was not a party sound, obviously. I'm not sure what good it does for them now. Kind of harsh. He said, not previously telling police after the detail occurred to him days later. Right up, right after. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't come out with this information for a while, right? He didn't go to police with this information for a while. After initial conversation with the police officer that Sunday, Harsh said he already went back to the investigators at the home to report a black luxury SUV that he hadn't seen in the neighborhood before, parked a few spaces from the front of the home when he made it back early that morning. Now, here's the thing. If he got home at 1.30, it was reported that a black SUV took these girls home, and that wasn't until 1.55. And so if he was at home, that's 25 minutes later when they're arriving home, yeah. he's watching them outside. If he sees this. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I wonder know, what he drives. A clown car, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I don't know, man, this... Stick juggling. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't want to general, generalize it, all those stick jugglers out there, but it's not looking good for this guy. No, it's not. It really <laughs> isn't. I mean, you, you, you. If he was playing his PlayStation or or practicing the stick juggling, how did he see the uh, the luxury SUV that took them home? Yeah, I don't know, man. Unless he was he was casing the house. He's like, hey, it's quiet out there. What's going on? Just kind of looking around. How old is he? 30. 30 years old. Mm. I don't know. I, gotta, I wonder if they, they question him more than just this. I would hope so because he says that um, he is once over the summer wandered into one of his neighbor's house parties thinking it was um, the three females, uh, the two females. Uh, no, well. Yeah, um, Ethan, 
Canola and, and Goncalves, whom he shared some conversation with. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. He might be a person of interest, or at least to like interview a little bit more. Yeah, I would, man. That, that there's a there's a little bit of some some questionable things in what he says. Yeah, you know, he he puts himself in the house at one point. He yep. talks about how eerily quiet it was, and goes into the details of what he was doing. Yet he notices a vehicle there earlier than what it was, in my opinion, because it was a black SUV that took them home. It was the Uber driver that's been cleared. It's been reported it was a black SUV. And so if that was the Uber driver that dropped him off 15, 20 minutes later after he arrived from home, he was already you know, he was he was watching him. Yep. And not only, but like what what time, uh, how long after the murder says he he report this? A few days later. Oh. He estimates that he went to bed at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I thought you said it was five. No, that was the other lady who oh, was no, playing okay. the computer games. Oh, okay. no, no. People play computer games still? <laughs> Minesweeper yeah. is a an addicting game, sir. <laughs> I a think lot of it is true. Somebody put on the thing. Just walk into people's houses, okay? I got invited to a party one time, okay? And I had already drank quite a bit. So I pulled up to... I was following the GPS on my phone, and then I put it down. I saw that there was a house with a shitload of cars, and I get down. And I was, like, four houses away. I was at the wrong house. And I walked in, grabbed the beer, and started saying hi to everybody looking for my friend. And I was like, what the hell is this fool? He told me I was here, and... I was at the wrong house party. Don't you, don't you mean your Uber driver took you to the <laughs> Yeah, my Uber driver. <laughs> and so it's it's in my in my opinion, it's 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 a little weird, man. I, I don't I see some I see some red flags in his story. Not yeah. saying not saying he's involved. No, but maybe not just pushing a little bit more. I would. I would definitely. Now, you know, these guys are looking at a white Elantra. If this guy drives one of those types of vehicles, um, you know, this may have been to bring him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we, um, you know, we saw a white Elantra, but you would think that they wouldn't need to put that information out if the neighbor used the white Elantra. Yeah. Unless he borrowed the car. You know what I mean? He borrowed that car that night, went to work. You know, got a ride or something, something of that nature. Could be, could be. But I just feel like um, there's a little bit of red flags when it comes to to this man, uh, Mr. Harsh. I would, um, I would question Harsh a little bit more. Harsher, uh, yeah, a little bit harsher. Um, one last video that I wanted to show um, you guys is an interview that happened. Uh, I believe it's today with the chief of police. James Fry talking about us, basically, <laughs> internet detectives. Uh, oh, let's yeah. bring it up and we'll listen to it and then um, we'll comment on it. Sir, coming in and how are police? We'll start with the white car. How many tips are coming in and how are police using them? We've had an amazing amount of uh, tips come in on the white car. We appreciate everybody's help that uh, has been sending in those tips and investigators are vetting those and they're following up on those and um, 
the response has been very great. We appreciate all the help from across the nation and our community. In some cases, we're hearing that people are borderline being harassed by speculation and rumors out there. What are police doing about that? Well, what we want people to know is, is that uh, individuals who are being harassed in these, this situation, now people need to be careful because some of it's happening online, some of it's happening through phone calls and in person, and uh, people could be charged possibly in the future if it continues to a point where it reaches a criminal um, element. What can people do to help that situation? I think number one, just call us anytime that there's any of that happening so that we can um, deal with that immediately. And what about the information? What is being done to make sure the information that is out there is not causing speculation and rumors? You know, there's been a lot of speculation and rumors. And what we want to say is, is we are the official source of information. We want people to um, pay attention to what we're putting out there because that is accurate information in anything that comes from other sources um, is either rumor or speculation. And we want to put an end to that as soon as possible. I got to quit doing that. So the rumors and speculation to a minimum, but um, you know, if you guys have any tips or, or pictures or things of that nature, send them our way. You can hit us up at our email at drunkturkeyshow at gmail.com. In fact, I got a uh, one image or I got a, um, I got a, uh, a from Zana Kernodal's, um, I believe it was her TikTok. Like a steal. Yeah, I, I had I had one of you guys, one of the fans, send me their their video. I went through it. I paused it. They said in one still image, you could see the Elantra. There's a white car here and a potential white car parked there. But, you know, just one thing that was sent to me also. So just if you guys have anything, tips, updates, pictures, if you find something that could be useful in this case, please send it to us at drunkturkeyshow at gmail.com. Also, if you guys would, please hit that like and subscribe button. That way we can get out this content to as many people as possible. We would really appreciate that. We're almost there to a thousand. We're almost there to a thousand. We're, we're doing our best trying to get there. That is our next goal. Um, and we're hoping that we can get, you know, get to that situation there. Um, we're probably going to be closing this one out in about 20 minutes, guys. Um, for the last 20 minutes, if anybody is interested, let us know. We would, uh, if you want to come on the show, maybe you have some thoughts or theories. Um, we'll send in the uh, StreamYard link into the uh, into the uh, live chat, and we'll probably take some questions for the next 20 minutes or so. Let me. Um, I'll be back in two seconds. Let me get a refill. There's no way good. Two seconds. One, two. It didn't work. You. No, my guy's back. All right, so I just put it in the live chat. If anybody is interested in coming on, has some thoughts, theories, or questions for about this case that maybe perhaps um, we're not seeing or we haven't answered, by, by all means, feel free to send it this way. I, I've had one question in here is, uh, do you think it could have been a cop? Where was it? Let's see. Maybe it was a cop by bubbly waters what do you think do you think that there's a possibility that that maybe perhaps the uh an, uh, an officer in this town could have done this it could be man there's cops out there that that murder you know what i mean there's also border patrol agents obviously we know that 
That's true. Um, That's true. There's a lot of um, a lot of people out there that have ill intentions towards other people. You know what I mean? I'd say two thousands of a second. I'm back, man. Two thousand seconds. Two thousand seconds. <laughs> Here, here's my other thing, though. Is do you think that the knife also? So this could also go back to somebody knowing the house and the people in there very well. Mm-hmm. You think they use a knife because of how quiet it would be compared to a weapon or gun? Definitely, especially around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot quieter. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, uh, if I mean, if I was the murderer, I'll, I'll, to- I'll definitely use. Look, I would definitely use a knife, and I would definitely take out the guy first. The, the your your main um, what's target. it called? Your main target, and I don't know about the rest, but like, I don't know if I have it in me. So, hey man, you've been using the wrong cough medicine, buddy. You need to use this one. Jack, who's that? Jack, that only is strong enough. I know, man, but hey, I've been drinking Jack and Coke, and it's been working out pretty good. I haven't put myself in it that much. This is Yellow Rose, Yellow Rose, and so lovely, love Tina. Twenty ten says he used a knife because he wanted to watch the agonizing deaths. That's quite possible. I mean, the based on the brutality of this, uh, of the description of what's going on, it definitely sounds like it was personal. It was a uh, somebody very upset. Um, what if, what you know, if they used a pair of scissors? You never know. No, well, I'm pretty sure the, the, the fact that the officers were looking for a long knife. Uh, yeah. And, and the fact that. How can I put it? Um, the fact that they haven't come out with. Um, well, I mean, they might have it that there was blood from the perpetrator, right? But the fact that they were looking at a K-bar initially tells me that they didn't find blood and they believe that to be because there's the guard on the knife. You get what I'm saying? If they found his blood there, then it could have been any elongated long knife. um, Without the guard. Without the guard, correct. Or a small guard. Right, exactly. And so the fact that they came out with that, that kind of pushes me into that direction. You know what I'm saying? And he, yes, you guys can. We'd love to hear your your opinions. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the other thing is, and it kind of goes back to, you know, we looked at a couple of different point of entries um, for this house, and one thing was <laughs> that was kind of odd was Chief Fry was was questioned. And they were they asked him about the open window that morning and he said that he wasn't aware of it. But it was I think it was News Nation that went and spoke to some of the neighbors who told them that they had seen the the door open. So that kind of that kind of made me feel a little like um, like, how do you not know that? You know what I'm saying? Are you not asking the right questions and stuff? It's a small town. The the experience in murders may not be there. And so. Um, for, for me, I think that. You know, we looked at some different explanations as far as how the person got in. You know, we saw the stools at the back door. Uh, there is one window in the back of the house that has a shade down. And then there's a ladder in the front of the house that leads to a ledge that leads to the windows where Zanna and um, and Ethan were in. And we've talked about 
you know, and, and Kaylee's dad had brought it up like, you know, there's no point in going to the third floor. I'm guessing and assuming that he's thinking that Xana and Ethan were killed first and that if they were the target, there would be no point in going to the first floor or the third floor. I'm sorry. My question is, <clears throat> why would you kill these two people if the target's on the third floor anyways, right? Now, if they made entry into their bedroom, that's a possibility. Now, to make entry into their bedroom while they're occupying that room and asleep, and given how cold it probably is that night, although those people in the field didn't look like they were bundled up. You know what I mean? So it may not have been that cold. So they, it's possibly possible that perhaps maybe the window was already open. I don't know. But if this person made entry before... Um, while while nobody was occupying the house and hid in that bedroom, uh, that leads me to believe that that person would have known there was not going to be a party or an after party uh, because of how well known that that house was for being at a party zone. You get what I'm saying? So it had to be somebody very close to know that there wasn't anything going on afterwards. Does that make sense? Yep. So it's two different things. Either the, 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 the perpetrator was in there before they got home or after. If he was there before, then it would lead me to believe that he was aware of their of the, there not being a party. And if he was there after the fact, then he was probably stalking the house and watching it. Because if this place was known to be this party house that it, they're saying that it is, um, you know, it's, it's kind of sketchy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah, especially like it, from from what I take from this um, case is I, I I feel like the guy's gonna probably be a student or you know a, a, around their their age. Um, mm -hmm. it's gonna be a, a, a male, obviously. Right? I think it's a male. Um, I think he scoped out the place because, like you said earlier, um, you know this this. This house was always having parties and whatnot. And at the time that they don't have a party, all this happens. And obviously it was planned. It's, it looks like it was planned because he got, he didn't leave as much evidence as a, you know, as a, uh, someone that just goes in there and just, you know, opportunity killing. You know well, what I mean? Obviously, to, to our was, knowledge. Yeah. But um, also, like, if he, he killed with a knife, he, he, he's probably an avid hunter. Uh, or collect them, you know what I mean? To have that certain specific knife, I, I would assume so. Because here's the thing: the amount of blood that it that, that, that these people drained out, uh, especially to, with alcohol to, in their system too, right? To, to seep through a wall and down onto the foundation outside the back, that tells me that he probably hit him with in an artery. And if there's two people and, and, you know, if you don't hit them right, right, that person's going to fight you. The person next to them is going to wake up. That's two on one. You know what I mean? Unless there was more than one person in there. And so in my opinion, what probably happened is he probably stabbed Ethan first, got him in an artery. He probably fell down to the ground and bled out facing the wall where the blood is coming out. That's why it's in close proximity. That's why it's able to seep that far down. They confirmed that that was blood? They haven't. But it sure does look like it. 
Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing the picture, and then I was like, "I don't know if that blood or not." It looks but, like, uh, it. yeah. And so that's that's what I'm thinking happened with him. He fell down, probably face first, stabbed in the neck, probably yeah. bled out that direction, um, or maybe even in the chest and came out of the heart area close to the chest. Those are probably what I'm thinking, you know, based on the amount of blood. Um, You know, he would have had to have been bleeding for a while for for that to happen. Blue, um, which artery would probably take a little bit longer that would cause that amount of bleeding? You're you're our medical professional. (laughs) I mean, there's two that mostly you would get um, to bleed quickly, but um, it'd be the one right, right, right in the thigh area. That's what yeah, the quick, the biggest one. You know, the the wrist would probably bleed slower, but the neck would be faster. So it, it, they haven't shown or said where they got stabbed at. But which one would produce the most blood? Because I'm assuming that you're probably going to want one that's bleeding out slower. Because if they bleed out too quick, you th- you know, in my opinion, it would. <laughs> It wouldn't, um, you know, you, you would want a slower one that would make, create more blood. I don't know. You tell me which one would create more blood. I mean, I, I, I just, I think any any stab wound would bleed out slowly if nobody puts pressure. Like if he had kills them and then just keep bleeding because your blood doesn't coagulate that quick. And I mean, it's just going to keep bleeding. But I think when there's two bodies and both of them bleeding because Maybe he slit their throats to keep them quiet. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, in my opinion, it's. I feel that he probably stabbed them, and, and uh, I'm guessing it was the male first, uh, and he probably fell off the bed and, and, and bled out that way in the direction of the wall. And that would make most, most sense to me. Yeah, in my opinion, it was reported also that uh, well, not in my opinion, it was, it was reported that the third floor bedroom was locked. Um, Madison and Kaylee, the one that they were in, I would assume that if the killer went in there, committed the murders and then locked the door on his way out, that he probably would have done the same with Ethan and and his sister. I mean, his girlfriend. Um, so what I'm thinking is this happened in Idaho, not Alabama. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. <laughs> good one, Blue. Uh, I'm thinking that his girlfriend, um, he probably did the same, locked the door on his way out and, and then went upstairs. That would lead me to believe that that's why they called the friends. You know what I'm saying? They probably couldn't get in through the door. They uh, were knocking. They probably were calling their friends. Nobody was answering the phones. So they called their friends, and I think one was uh, speculated to be Ethan's brother, who is one of them that showed up, supposedly. And whether they were able to get into the building or not, um, I think that um, somebody called 911. You know, there's been speculation that one of the roommates saw one of the persons dead, fainted. The, the, The problem I have with that is at what point during the time they see them and faint, do they call the friends over? You get what I'm saying? And so, in my opinion, it's there's a possibility that somebody fainted. 
maybe perhaps they called the friends and then the, while the friends were getting there, they were able to open the door and then they fainted, something of that nature. I, I don't know. Yeah, but there's there a story out there that one of them, I don't know which victim, was found like passed out out of the room, right? And it looked like, you know, they thought it was just a drunk incident until... It's been speculated. I don't know who put it out there because I haven't found any shred of evidence, whether it's from like the news, police, anything other than somebody speculating that somebody passed out. And I don't see that happening um, during the time where they call their friends to come over. You get what I'm saying? And if the friends come over um, and there's their friend passed out, they don't see the guy bleeding in the hallway either. I find it to be just a little bit weird. Now I would, I would assume that if they couldn't get in, they called, they called the brother, they couldn't get in. And so they called to do a welfare check saying, Hey, you know, our, our friends aren't answering the door. Uh, we've been calling them. They've been asleep. Nobody's we're knocking. The phones are ringing. Could we do a welfare check to open the door? They show up, and that's how they ended up finding uh, finding the bodies. That that makes the most sense to me. And so, yeah. you know, um, Abelford Live says there was an early report. Haven't heard anything more. See, the only report on that that I've heard is from um, guys like us that are putting in speculation at certain points on things. Like, you know, that's what I've heard on it. I haven't heard anything from, like, an actual news report. Um, and, and I'm not saying I've gone through everything because I haven't, but I've gone through quite a bit and I haven't seen anything on that. Yeah. And so, but I think that it makes sense that if he locked the third, third bedroom door, he probably locked the second bedroom door behind him and that the, uh, two surviving, um, roommates weren't able to enter into the room, thus forcing them to contact their friends to try to get them to help them get into the room. Yeah. And when they couldn't, they called the police to do a welfare check because it's getting kind of kind of kind of worrisome. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, let's see. We have a question here. And if you guys see anything, let me know. I know there's quite a bit of comments out there. Yeah. I know that we had one person say, can we um, um, recommend topics? Well, I haven't seen any topics. So if you have them, let us know. Uh, Jennifer Bloom says, what if the killer... Threatened the two living roommates that they were scared to call the cops. I don't know. It's far-fetched, but maybe they didn't know what to do and called friends. I don't think the killer would have threatened them. I think the killer would have killed them. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. They already killed four. I mean. Yeah. That's true. What's two more? Well, never know. Anything you know, really is possible at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, It is definitely possible, but. I, I see that one being a little bit far-fetched. It's just one of those situations where, in my opinion, I think that, um, you know, if he's, you know, murdering other people that aren't his target, then what stops him from murdering two other people that would prevent him from getting away, so to speak? Yeah. If, uh, if the roommates come out and say that that did actually happen, that the, the perpetrator threatened to kill them if they said anything, then they're more than likely they're involved. Yeah, like yeah. Why, why haven't they talked now since they're the safety of their? Yeah, exactly. If that's if if they say that, you know, what I mean? I'm not saying that they did. Right. 
So uh, love my boots says the all new details from the neighbors I feel are not reliable. How about y'all? You know, there is the other thing that perhaps that maybe the stick juggler is just trying to get his 15 minutes of fame saying that he heard something and really didn't hear anything or see anything and just kind of mm -hmm. speculating and putting things out. Unfortunately, those things do happen. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, He's you know, it's stick juggling and you know, trying, <laughs> trying to make it as popular as pickleball. Maybe, maybe. Um, but with the other person that was up, they contacted the police. They let them know that they were, you know, the very next day when they came and talked. I'm still very, like, suspicious of waiting a few days and and all these other things. And and even the, the thought of or the, the statement when he said is like, you know, uh, what good is it for them now to tell them that I heard a scream at four in the yeah, morning? Three in the morning. You know, that, that, that stuck out to me. That's yeah. pretty douchey, man. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> never, it's never too late to bring up that kind of evidence. Yeah, man, fuck that stick to juggler, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where it's like, um, oh yeah, and Steeler fan brings up a great point. It's from the apartment complex, not the girls. You know, he said he was in the apartment complex. Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, he says he lived in the apartment for two years. Um. All right, so if he lived in this, which apartment complex? Let's 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 try to figure this out, and let's see what window he was looking at. I could see, so maybe perhaps this apartment complex back here, or this one right here. I wonder if it's this one, because that's like right there. See, but my thing is like, you would have to be like looking towards them because it's the middle of the night. You're not gonna be out there stick juggling without, you know, a lantern or something. Where the hell are you stick juggling in an apartment <laughs> complex? Because, like, you have to have sufficient roof space. Is stick juggling the one you just like? Yeah, yeah. It's like with those. Yeah, like with the bowling pins. No. Yeah. Is it? So, so I would think you would need sufficient roof height to do uh, that. I don't know, man. Like, don't you think you would need at least a good? You're oh. not going to do that in your average eight foot room. Maybe. I mean, unless you're not tossing them up. Yeah. No ceiling fan in the kitchen. Like I say, he was doing some other type of stick juggling out the window. Uh, that's possible. And so, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up this this um, stick juggling now, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do all my research. I'm gonna do method method researching and and then be this guy for for a whole week. Minus the age difference. And if he heard a scream, he had to be close. But like, man, that guy had a lot of details for that night, man. Like honestly. Yeah, he saw. He also saw the red, the, the black vehicle park. It yeah. has to be. It has to be from here. It has to be. Yeah, because the other ones you really don't have a good point of view. I mean, good I like this one. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy. <laughs> now we gotta put a video of stick juggling. I'm gonna get a video. What is that right there? 
That looks like a white car, but I can't tell. Door door. You can see the line right here between the doors. Yeah, I can see that. What is this? Hmm. Oh, this is a short one. This is a short one. It's Rahime. It's just Rahime. What? I found the video of stick juggling. Instructional. <laughs> it's only juggling. Let's send it over. I'm sending it right now. All right. I want it better. It better be appropriate, bro. It is appropriate. <laughs> it's on good old YouTube's. Ah oh, man, YouTube has some crazy stuff sometimes. Let's let's take a look at what. I gotta see the stick juggling. I'm gonna mute this. Let's just. Oh shit! It looks like. It looks like is he gonna do magic? It looks like Mark. Is he awesome? It does. I want to see him. All right, this is. All right, yeah. I don't want to see the how to. I want to see him. So oh. that's what he was doing. Well, this is devil sticks. Yeah, God damn it, blue, blue. That's not the right thing. You're, miss, you're sending misinformation out here, man. Come on. Well, there's Japanese stick jugglers, but was he Japanese? That's yeah. let's see. Those are devil sticks. Maybe that's what he meant. Because that's all I see is devil sticks, flower sticks. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey, go back to the car. I want to see that car. Uh, which one? This one? Yeah, the one you were showing earlier from the apartment. This car? Yeah. It's hard to tell, dude. Yeah, there's, not enough, there's not enough to, to at least say, oh, it's a Nissan or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, there's not much there. You can't tell. It doesn't matter. It's just a... That's a shower. Give me at least a fender. That's a Civic, man, isn't it? I mean, it, it could. It has that, 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 on, that curve. Jump on the top line. Jump on the other side of the street with your Google Maps, and you'll be able to see it because he's been there for two years. They update every couple months, he said. Let's see. 2022. That's when this was taken. That looks there like it a, is. Yeah, it looks like a. It's like a, a it does look like a Camry. Well, what does that look like? Elongated headlight. That looks like window. a window. That looks like a what? I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah. I don't know. Like to me. Hmm. Interesting. But the thing is, too, about that vehicle, like it's very, it's very. Pinpoint. It could be nothing. Actually, I mean, you, you go look at the other case we're covering, the the Delphi murders. Um, he drove. Richard Allen drove a 2016 Focus, and it was. Um, excuse me. It was. Uh, <laughs> as the beer coming up and my oh. appendectomy, um, the. It was described, his vehicle was described everything from a PT cruiser to a smart car to a small SUV based on witness descriptions. And yeah. so somebody's saying that they saw a white Hyundai Elantra. That, but, but, but are, they say, are they saying it or they have video of it? See, that's the thing. Like, if you have video. Because that's a specific car, like the 2016, right, you said? Right. 
Right. Hmm. I, I would think they have a video of this. They're, they're, they're saying it's of a specific year, a specific color. You know what I mean? Right. And so that, that makes me believe that there's some more information. Now, I, I've seen in the live chat some, some folks wanting to hear the, uh, the audio again of the argument from the, uh, the body cam footage. Let's, let's put that back on real quick. Let mute me and blue. Take a not 21. Yeah. 19. 19. Okay. Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you stop back there? Yeah, we saw him talk to him, right. so we didn't know. So I'm hearing stop it, stop something, something, and then another I, sentence even after that. It, it sounds like it sounds. Oh, it hey, sounds what? Can you mute the video? Oh, there it is. Sorry, What's is it sounding weird? Yeah, um, it sounds like it says stop it, stop it. You're you're fucking drunk. Uh, let's try that again. To me, it was a confrontation they showed up to, so they were probably trying to fight. Yeah, there was an alcoholic. The the, the call came through as an alcoholic incident. Maybe yeah. this is the uh, other part of this incident. Maybe. But I'm gonna put I put in both headphones in. I have this cranked up. Let me hear it again. Let's let's try that. I'm gonna yell into this fucking mic. You can't hear it too well. Oh, I have it muted. <laughs> I'm over. 21? Yeah. 19. Okay. 19? Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you stop back there? Yeah. We saw him talking to him, right. so we didn't. Yeah. 19. Okay. 19? Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you stop back there? Yeah. We saw him talking to him, right. so we didn't. I'm hearing something like stop it, stop. I've fucking said something. It's something about trouble. Could be. Oh, no, very, yo. very, and you're gonna get us in trouble or something like that. It's yeah, oh, man, it's um it's crazy. It's crazy to like to listen to it and then like, all right, but the officers aren't responding to it, so mm-hmm. that's that that makes it questionable. Let, let me try it one more time. Take a not 21? Yeah. 19. Okay. 19? Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you didn't stop back there? Yeah. We saw him talk to him, right. so we didn't. Take a not 21? Yeah. Okay. 19? 19? Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you didn't stop back there? Yeah. We saw him talk to him, right. so we didn't know. Yeah. We saw him talk to him, right. so we didn't know. The guy says we started talking to him, so I don't know. And he's pointing behind him. Yeah, I think he's pointing to whoever's arguing out there. Hmm. 
intriguing intriguing stuff guys we have this also if you guys want to watch this go to our playlist this is uh the video that i uploaded last night yeah. um you can click through it you can watch the entire thing it's unedited it's un um undoctored or anything you can watch the entire thing and this is what was released by the uh, moscow police department and so crazy 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 Stop it, stop, you stupid drunk is what I hear. Yeah, it sounds it sounds so weird. It, it sounds, sounds similar to that, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was two drunks trying to fight, probably. Could be. I think it sounded more like a woman with, a, like, a, telling a, uh, like, a guy. Yeah, like a boyfriend. Like a, like a boyfriend, like, trying to, hey, man, chill the hell out, you know what I mean? That's yeah, exactly. Sounds. Like Blue's boyfriend. <laughs> Blue, where were you? Uh, Who were you in the, around this time? I was in Texas, man. Texas. <laughs> hey, hi, man. I got your video. What what clip of the girl? Are you talking about the uh, the the investigator? Uh, I believe so, man. Uh, somebody somebody asked. I think, or maybe it could have been the one that we're just playing right now. Somebody asked for it earlier. <laughs> Said uh, something that we were talking over it, so they couldn't hear it. Okay. I'm not sure who. I think it was that one. Uh, uh, this yeah. one with um, Robbie Johnson, the uh, Moscow police, um, Moscow police information officer. I'm we'll, not we'll sure. That again. Did they put this one? <laughs> We're not stuck, but we do know that that car could have key information, and we are asking the public for help in this. We've gotten so much information, but we need more. We, we want that information that someone might have if they know someone who had that car or borrowed it or where that car might be now. The significance of the car is we know it was there. We know we haven't spoken to who was in that car, who may have owned that car, and we need to speak to them. Uh, we know that that person could really have the information we need to break So that was Robbie Johnson, Moscow, Idaho police information officer, uh, basically public relations officer getting out their information. They're saying that they believe that that white Elantra was there at the scene at one point. Yeah, I think that's why it's so important to find who the owner is so they can question it. And then they get they also it comes to this like um, you would think they will come forward if they have nothing to hide, right? Yeah, that's that's absolutely true, man. I I 100% believe that. You would think they would come forward, um, but you know it's one of those situations where, um, what do you call it? Uh, man, I think I had one more. I can't remember where it was at. That I had one more. One more then, article to show you guys. But then again, it can also be just a dead end. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's true. But it it gives you an idea, like, there was no screaming, there was no yelling, there was no gunshots. Mm. Not in Kampuner. Probably heard something because he was in the area. But, yeah. It also it also gives you the 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 security, like, almost like a security, like, saying that the cops are trying to find, like, you know, looking into the some of these leads that people are putting in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially because it's not a it's not a big 
it's not a big town. No, there's like twenty five thousand people, right? It's not that big. No, it's not. It's not. James Curtis Leonard. There was another guy that was suspected as being a possible suspect. I, I kind of mm. want to show you the the um, this guy. This guy was arrested a couple of maybe less than a mile away. Uh huh. And and this guy has some crazy. What was he arrested uh, for? Um, he stabbed for stabbing. Hold on, let me see. Oh, so about right. Okay. Let me see. I'm trying to find the the article that I had had. I wonder if they if the police already did like you know how they you have to register your your car when you're going to the to the to the university. They have to like apply for like a like a pass, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. parking passes. I'm sure they already looked through all that, especially especially if they're looking for a car. You would hope so. Right, I hope so. I mean, they would run it through there and through like the DMV service in, in the town to find out yeah. how many white Hyundai Elantras they have registered in that town. Yeah. But if it's a college student, they come from out of town, so they have some digging to do. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure it's a college town. They're going to have cameras throughout like the street lights and in front yeah. of bars. and They'll find it going down the streets. At that time of night, there's not a lot of cars going down the street. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just listening to you guys. Go ahead. Oh, uh, what's it called? Uh, I can hear that. Playback. There it is. What's Sorry it called? about that? No, it's cool. Um, the only thing I can think of is they don't, if this case goes. Cold is probably like a, a out of towner, like somebody not from that from that town that just drove by and did this. But that's too specific, like to to target that one house. And not only that, but like they, even the cops said that the 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 it was targeted. You know what I mean? Right. And and the fact is that house is like tucked in, like it's hidden. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's you'd have to be there before, in my opinion, to know it's there. But this is a guy that got arrested um, December 7th. Moscow man booked into, uh, sorry if I butcher this, Lataw County Jail on multiple felonies. Now, this guy's crazy, dude. This guy killed a guy earlier. He was convicted of murder, I think, like in 2015 or 17 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they gave him one year and 15 years probation. That's a hell of a deal, I'll tell you that. Yeah, this is it's insane. It's insane. But let's let's watch this. So he works for Cedar Ridge. Apparently, uh, a 39 year old Moscow man was arrested on multiple felony charges late last night after alleged injuring two family members and cutting himself with a knife. According to probable cause affidavit, James Curtis Leonard was charged with domestic battery with a traumatic injury, assault, aggravated assault, attempted strangulation and felony injury to a child following the incident on the 600 block of Palouse River Drive, which I think was on the edge of um, that that square, that boundary that Moscow police put in. I think that that street is in within that that area. Yeah. And so <clears throat> Leonard has a previous a previous criminal history, which includes second degree murder for the uh, it was in 2007. I'm sorry for the June 2007 shooting death of Tyler Pace Lee near um, 
Genesi. He was 24 years old at the time. He shot the 25-year-old Moscow man multiple times after an argument. Leonard pled guilty to the charges and was sentenced to prison, but was released on early probation, according to reports. The document states that the reporting party walked out of the home when law enforcement arrived and the officer could see the woman had blood on her nose and mouth and multiple areas of her head were covered in blood. She also reportedly had blood on her vest and a large part of her left hand was covered in blood. Leonard was in the bathroom, still armed with a knife. Based on the report, James of James acting violently while armed with a knife and based on the female being covered in blood, I drew my pistol and entered the house. I loudly identified myself as a Moscow police and told James to come out of the bedroom with his hands up. After a short time, James walked out of the bedroom. I can see blood on his face, head, and a long bloody cut on his left forearm and the blood on both hands, the affidavit said. Leonard did as in instructed and was placed in handcuffs. The officer checked him for weapons and found two knives in his right pants pocket. I removed both of these and felt two more hard objects in the pocket. I removed a lighter and commercially packed packaged marijuana joint from his pocket. One of the alleged victim victims told law enforcement that Leonard was heavily intoxicated, having consumed around half a bottle of gin during the evening. He had been working on his truck in the driveway and the woman was in the living room on the phone with the Internet company. James walked into the living room, saw her on the phone and began accusing her of cheating on him. James slammed the phone, his phone on the ground and began screaming at her. The document says a young adult female and a teen female were in the living room at the time, uh, along with the young adult with a young adult male and baby. After yelling at the woman, James began yelling at others in the living room. After a period of time, James made the statement implying he was going to kill himself, walked into the bedroom. She walked into the bedroom to check on James, who had a history of cutting himself, and she found James actively cutting his wrist with a green automatic knife. The woman sat down next to Leonard, who alleged turned and struck her in the head with a closed fist. The woman later reportedly told the officer that Leonard's knife was in the close was in the closed fist when he allegedly struck her, which officials say reinforced his hand as he struck the woman. James then began to choke the woman from behind, wrapping around his arms around her throat and applying pressure to choke with a chokehold. She says she had difficulty breathing and for a second she could not breathe. The teen entered the room and at this time she tried to hit James with a lamp to prevent him from strangling the woman. The young woman's boyfriend entered the room and while holding the baby and pulled her out of the room, the affidavit states, they then left the home and went to a neighbor's house. Um, after Leonard was reportedly hit with a lamp, the main victim was able to free herself from his grasp, but, but he alleged pushed back, pushed her back into the bedroom, climbed on top of her and continued to strike her in the head with his fist. As she was trying to fight James off, he bit her in the, in the hand, drawing blood as he pinned her down on the bed, pressing his form against her throat. The teenage female then entered the bedroom, jumped on the bed and tried to push Leonard off the woman while screaming for him to stop. He then alleged grabbed her, threw her against the dresser, and began striking her with his closed fist. I later spoke with the teen, and she told me that James punched her with a closed fist in the head and her arms around 12 times. James also kicked her and pulled her by the hair. She also complained of severe pain all over her body, especially to her left arm and side where she was thrown against the dresser. According to this time, Moscow Fire Department medics arrived on scene and treated the individuals for their injuries. After being arrested and placed in the back of the patrol car, Leonard alleged told the officer that the gas tank on his truck fell on top of him, which is how he got the large cut on his arm. Right. 
I pulled the uh, green automatic knife, which I took off his person, opened the knife and showed him the blood on the tip. James said the blood was his, but denied cutting himself. He also denied striking the adult female and it was booked into the Lataha County Jail. And there's a picture of him. There's a picture of him. So you're muted, Jaime. What? That was the same thing. Oh, it sounded like you said something. So this guy was arrested a couple nights ago, had a knife on him, was cutting himself and uh, attacked some family members. It's nobody said anything if it was, you know, related or not, but it is something that we probably should put out there. Yeah. That's that's that guy's on unhinged, man. Yeah, no, man. And and, and and Walt Ligger says, how do you get a year for killing a guy with, with a gun? He shot him multiple times. He didn't go to prison, I think, until 2015, late 2015. Yeah. Uh, and then he only served a year and then got 15 years probation. Damn, that's crazy. He, um, Walt had a, another comment. Let me see if I can find it. Over here. Boom. Look at that. Yeah. See, little brother got three years in the can for stealing a Buick Regal in '96. That's wild. Yeah, exactly. And and, and the, the the father of the person that was killed was like, "How do you get such little time for, for, murder and shooting somebody and killing somebody in the manner that he did? A young life. I mean, it doesn't matter how old the life is, but yeah, twenty five year old still has his full life ahead of him. Things of that nature. It's, it's insane. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It is, but um. Latina says, I hope they got blood tests. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. They're pretty sure they did. Yep. Steve Spence says, so he can definitely kill. Yeah, this is a guy that has that in him. Well, he has I it think we, him. We, we all do, but it just depends if we're going to let it happen or bring yeah, it out. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure the situation uh, means a lot. So, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, we're coming in on an hour and a half, guys, before we let everybody go. Yeah. Got any final words, guys? We'll talk. We'll ask you first, Jaime. No, um, what's it called? Um, I'm just hoping we get a little bit more information this coming up week. You know, see if um, hopefully they can find this the owner of that white uh, Elantra. You know, like like I said earlier, it might it might be something to look into, and maybe he, they have information. Maybe they don't. Maybe it'll just lead to another dead end. But yeah. uh, I really hope I don't think there's enough for this case to go cold, man. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot, a, a lot of meat on, on on that bone. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I think there is, and um, we're going to be covering it, guys. So if you want up to date and up to minute news on this and a uh, perspective from us, uh, we all have three different angles. I'm part of law enforcement blues, and currently in in the medical field, and Jaime is a uh, avid watcher of serial oh, killers. Yes, and, so, and uh, all those you know, lovely cases. Yeah, so he, he he knows his stuff when it comes to those types of things. So we we have a different perspective. If you guys like the content and enjoy it, please please consider subscribing. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. Um, we're getting pretty close to there. We're almost there. So we would appreciate that if you guys would do so. Uh, Big Blue, do you got any final words? I just want to say thank everybody for joining us tonight. I uh, just want to say, you know, um, I'm actually going to go see one of our past guests tomorrow. I'm going to see D-Rock. D-Rock is uh, opening up with Gorilla Zoe. So we'll see how Ooh. it goes tomorrow, man. I'll probably put, take some pics and we can post them next time. Hell yeah. 
That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yes, guys, we, we've done some, we do other type of stuff other than true crime. We also talk to musicians, actors, film, film directors, and we have a plethora of, uh, of, of, uh, content on our playlist. Just go check it out on the, uh, drunk Turkey show playlist for, um, podcasts. And you'll see a lot of different stuff that we've done. We're probably going to be sticking more towards true crime here forward just cause kind of fits our niche a little bit, but we do anticipate having some, some guests and doing lighthearted things as well. Yep. Yep. But with that being said, guys, we're going to let you guys go. If you're watching this on the replay, please hit that like and subscribe and let us know in the comment section, your thoughts and theories. With that being said, we're putting the wrap on this one. Peace. Take care guys. And Steve. <laughs> uh, it was a good night guys. It was a good night. <laughs> I still recording. I said live.